0: Hi, hello and welcome to Youth Updates, a regular drop of info to help keep you in the know when it comes to youth culture.
1: to another episode of youth updates uh the second one of 2023 Woohoo! yes um so welcome you are listening to the lovely voices of hannah and, and beth, beth. I nearly stole your moment then. (laughs) Nearly stole my (laughs) moment. Um, So as usual, if you've listened before, you'll know uh, that we cover three topics, things that might be going on right now in youth culture. And then we're going to finish off with our word of the month as well. Um, So let's just get stuck in straight away. Let's not mess around in 2023. Let's just get going. Let's get straight to the point. Um, So Beth's going to intro our first topic. I am. And this falls
0: into our category of issues now, this one is one that I am sure you have read many news article, You've had many discussion about that you probably will have experienced slash everyone in the country has to some extent, uh, which is the cost of living crisis. Um, now, we want to talk about this because there's been a few stats come out um, and how this has affected young people or what they're aware of. And we just think it's really interesting because I think a lot of the time the discussion around this is to do with Things that adults are responsible for, so whether it's gas bills, food, jobs, um, pay rises, strikes, all of that normally feels like a very adult grown-up conversation. But the BBC this week actually released an article saying that loads more 16 to 24-year-olds are getting jobs the, like the percentage has really increased showing that there has been an uptick since things have gotten a little bit worse economically that there's been a bit more of a crunch money wise and so we're seeing that older young people and your sort of young adult students are taking on more jobs to be able to have the funds to support themselves mm-hmm. um, but there's also been some other research done as well um, if you go to our website so yfc.co.uk forward slash youth updates and go on the latest episode we'll put all the links to the research there But basically, this research had said that around one in five seven to 16 year olds and one in 10 17 to 22 year olds had reported that their household had experienced a reduction in income in the previous 12 months. So suggesting that they are aware of the worsening of finances in their homes. And I imagine there'll be many more children and young people actually where the finances in their home have probably dropped. But maybe the parents haven't disclosed that or they've tried Mm. to, you know, it's not been super noticeable, but, but things have been um tightened but also a third of parents and carers have reported that they have struggled with school costs and actually a quarter of secondary age pupils themselves have been worried about being able to afford the basic technology for studying because so much studying now is done
1: on computers laptops your homework is done on tablets all this sort of stuff yeah um yeah no more printing off a worksheet and sending it home mm. it's often like on an online kind of portal space isn't it and yeah absolutely. that then makes that gap between the young people who go at home and they've got their own private computer that they can use mm. all the time and people where maybe the whole family shares one device or they don't have one at all mm. like that can be really really tricky Absolutely, because so much is done on sort of Google Docs
0: or homework is sent via email. And even like myself and Hannah, we know of a school locally where they've basically asked every student to get an iPad, mm-hmm. um, which isn't always possible. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> um, free. No, so I think, yeah. And I think just showing that young people have said stuff in these reports, as well as the stuff that we're seeing across the nation, is showing that young people are aware of this. And I think depending on how you engage with young people so whether you're a parent listening or a youth worker and depending on your context your demographic i'm sure you'll see this playing out in different ways um and i think it's just one of those things where this isn't just an affecting adults problem it's affecting children it's affecting young people and i think just how are our guys doing like Mm are they worried are they stressed is it just an awareness i don't know but
1: yeah 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 definitely something to be aware of um within the young people that you're in contact with Mm. um so moving on to our second topic um which is something uh which is under our pop culture um section i forgot what it's called category that's the word i'm looking Mm. for um which is awards so it is award season woohoo woo so enthusiastic about them um (laughs) I sent that from you (laughs) yeah so good I'm not gonna lie I don't think I've ever watched one um but we've recently had uh the Grammys and the Brits um however young people share this in common with me it's not something that they hugely typically watch um the kind of the thing that does kind of trickle down though is the more maybe controversial or iconic parts of award shows you do kind of seem to see that filter Mm. into social media over the next kind of over the next following days after um that's kind of how I know that an awards TikTok edits yeah that's mm -hmm. how I know that an awards night has happened because then on social media I'll see some things the next day or you'll the thing that I'm most interested in to be fair from award season is like all the cool outfits everyone was wearing like (laughs) you know (laughs) You just kind of want to see, like, what people are wearing. Um, Obviously, their celebrities are more than just what they're wearing, but I think it is interesting to see that. Um, But there were a couple of things from kind of this award season so far which have kind of trickled into social media. Um, The first of those being some controversy surrounding Sam Smith um so sam smith and kim petrus um performed at the grammys uh but they and they won an award there as well um the best duo slash group performance yeah i've never think. heard of that category before but
0: i think it must be was performing
1: on the night and then they just go you did uh, the best so that's why they did the performance i'm guessing so that makes sense yeah um but actually their performance even though it won an award um received dozens of complaints accusing it of glorifying satan um so sam kim and the backing dancers were all dressed in red as they arrived and for their performance as well and then sam was during the performance wearing a top hat with horns on it um kind of like devil horns uh people were saying and the song is called unholy as well which is about a man having an affair so Mm -hmm. i think there was there was some backlash to that of is this kind of glorifying those things um in culture and just there was from some people just a general feeling mm. of discomfort and is this something that i want to watch um yeah it's, i think as well sam
0: smith has been in the limelight a lot recently as well so yes. I mean, this just comes off the back of a lot of things F- so sam smith's most recent song i'm not here to make friends as well the music video for that has been every like. Mm response to that has been everywhere um for being at like considered a bit risque but also all over social media and tiktok and billboards there have been posters yeah. of sam smith there has been promotionals there's been videos there have been viral tiktok sounds like sam smith's marketing team has been going
1: yeah. hard yeah i i was out in uh town the other day and saw like a big a big billboard about like sam smith and i was like you don't hugely see that that much nowadays like anything no kind so of advertising people in that way. have probably
0: seen a lot of yeah of this and it's funny when you think that seven years ago or whenever sam smith sort of first mm. put out music the vibe was ballads Very like really yeah. slow ballads and sam smith would just wear suits all the time so it's a completely different vibe now
1: yeah yeah um, definitely interesting. um and then moving on to someone else um at the grammys as well um who's also at the Brits was uh, Harry Styles so he won Ooh. yeah he won album of the year at the Grammys um, but there was a little bit of backlash over his acceptance speech um, where he kind of said something around this doesn't happen to people like me um some people took exception to this um, as a lot of the previous winners of this award had been white males like Harry Styles and they kind of took that to mean mm-hmm. to be what he meant however, this is just my opinion, but I, I, we can only assume that he meant kind of more like people from, you know, if w- we know where he's from in the UK, is just from kind of an an average like Estate. family, um, no one famous in in his family, and his like talent show background, being kind of the way that he was discovered. It wasn't mm. that like you know, a record label found him. It was that he had mm. to go out and like and seek that. Um, so that's what I can assume is more that he meant um, but it's interesting to see how, you know, some pe- sometimes kind of a certain narrative can go onto social media and then like lots of people start talking about it. Mm. Um, but we, we would say, me and Beth would recommend, uh, if you haven't listened to any Harry Styles music, then maybe go and give it a listen. Um, he's quite popular. Yeah, he's... Uh, I really like his music, to be fair. I was going to
0: say he's the hot thing at the moment, and what I meant is he's the popular <laughs> thing.
1: Ooh. And then I realised, as I, as I was saying it, I was like,
0: might be interpreted another way. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he's got a large, large fan base. He's just in a tour, which has been wildly
1: popular. Yeah. He is
0: one of the pop icons of the moment, definitely. Yeah.
1: If you didn't know, he used to be part of a huge band called One Direction. Who came out of X Factor. Yeah, I actually went to see them once. Did you? Yeah, when I was Aww. younger. Yeah, yeah. Isn't yeah. that nice? Yes. No, was my favourite. I don't really know why. Um, there we go. We will move on to our third and final topic, which Beth is going to introduce. Yes, indeed. So this
0: one is all about bullying. And so we know bullying and the topic of bullying is not a new issue when it comes to children and when it comes to young people and it's always something that we have to be aware of that kind of goes on but there have been some reports some bits of research that kind of speak into some of this which is just interesting when you're trying to get your head around frequency and things like that and and you know take it as what you will but I think it's really interesting um, that in a report a quarter of primary age children around a Fifth of secondary age children reported having been bullied in the previous twelve months. Now, this sort of research was taken according to the year September twenty one, I think, to July twenty two. Is the academic year so that the, la- the last? That ended, the last full year. academic year. Um, so that's one in four primary age and one in five secondary age, wow. which is obviously very, very common. But also, it was reported that the rates were higher. In children, um, both primary and secondary age, who would be considered to be SEN or have additional needs, and that they were more likely to be a victim of bullying, but also that victimization was higher for those eligible for the free school meals. Oh, wow. As that's well. really interesting. Um, so, which is interesting in terms so of. they divide there a little bit. Yeah, and interesting as well. Like, if the young people you know fall into those categories, check in on them, like. Mm. if statistically already one in four and then one in five yeah, are if you've being got bullied five, and it's higher
1: than that if you've got five people in your youth group someone's probably experienced yeah and if
0: it's higher than that if anyone in your group falls into the categories of you know SEN or free school meals and it's statistically yeah. that's higher or they come from a background of disadvantage worth checking in with them yeah but
1: also th- this could be anyone as well this yeah. could be anyone being, be. being bullied
0: uh, and it's not just in in person as well it's online and the latest reports as well they say that one in eight 11 to 16 year olds and one in seven 17 to 24 year olds report that they've been bullied online mm. Um, so obviously the rates are a little bit lower than the general bullying but it's, it's saying you know hey this happens online and i think it's a continual conversation isn't it about how can we support young people who are victims of bullying Um, But also for bullying to be this frequent, it means that there are some people doing the bullying. So how can we help people Mm -hmm. to be more empathetic, to understand others' perspectives, to treat people with equality and respect? Because anyone can be bullied, but also anyone can be a bully. Sometimes it's intentional
1: and sometimes it's not intentional as well. Um, And so it's it's yeah looking around the young people that you know, your youth group. If you're a youth leader, there's probably some young people Mm. in your youth group who've been bullied. There's probably also some young people in your youth group who might have bullied other people for various mm. reasons as well. Like there can be a lot of peer pressure attached to that. There can be a lot of just, you know, needing to fit in. And if you're not the the bully, you're the one being bullied kind of, mm. kind of scenario as well. So I think it's just really important to be aware of making sure that the spaces that your young people are in are safe spaces and, yeah, spaces where you're teaching mm. about being accepting of others and loving others mm. like jesus loves us as well um, exactly. i think is really important
0: yeah and i think you know some types of bullying are really obvious like if it's physical bullying it yeah. can be really obvious there are certain types of cyber bullying where you know if there are pages or whatsapp groups made to trash someone that's really obvious but also you know young people often with their friends will sort of do banter jokes or little jokes mm. that when they're good friends with someone can seem mean but it's all in good jest and everyone knows and no one's offended but then it can be hard to tell when it's someone who maybe they don't know as well or it's hard to tell if actually when it's overstepped the line yeah or is it a case of when someone thinks what they're saying is okay and the other person's perceiving it as really hurtful Mm. um and so i think that's also interesting as well and i think it's something that young people do it's also something that's actually quite part of british Culture and humour and friendship. We kind of take the mick out of each other. Yeah, in that British people take the mick out of themselves, take the mick out of each other. And it's kind of a part of the culture of how a lot of relationships work in this country. But obviously there's always risks to that. And I think um, British sarcasm and all of that sort of stuff um, I think is interesting. And where's the line? Yeah. Where is it jest? Where does it
1: go too far? Yeah, absolutely. All that sort of stuff. So the moment everyone's been waiting for let's move to the word of the month um i have a bit of a cold so we'll see how i'm able to sing it's probably going to be even worse than usual um so let's go with our jingle in three two one word Word of of the the month month. word of the Month. month Ooh, that might have been our best one yeah do you think
0: <laughs> it just seemed like the end ended with like can i tell you what i was inspired by what
1: the jaws theme tune yeah i think basically before me and Beth started <laughs> recording this podcast when we were testing the microphones we did the jaws theme tune on the microphones. so i think that might have influenced our <laughs> word of the month jingle i actually quite enjoyed it i think it was great um so our word of this month is the ick so that is the Ick, ick. um so a way of saying something is a bit gross to you um sometimes quite often used to describe people um so i will use this in a sentence now for you Uh, you might say that thing so and so did gave me the ick so it's kind of like it kind of you thought was really gross or it like maybe if you're talking about like maybe you did fancy someone or like them a little Mm. bit and then they did something that gave you the ick it's like it put put you off them kind of like, thing.
0: I went on a date with someone and they licked the plate. It Ugh. gave me the ick.
1: Yeah. Something like that. Mm. That's totally how you would use it. Um so yeah, you use that word with your young people. <laughs> see what they say. Um but yeah, we are so glad that you have listened along to this podcast. Uh thank you for sticking with us all the way to the end. Um we will see you next month. Make sure that you follow us on social media follow our podcast as well so that you can on spotify or apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from um and we will see you next time so bye from me bye from me too